Hey, it's me real quick. Before we begin today's episode, uh, we're going to be touching on topics such as sexual assault. So if this is an episode that is hard for you to listen to, I just figured I'd just give you the heads up. Um, I know that sexual assault is an issue within our country that is by no means easy to talk about. And, you know, uh, I, I know that victims that have gone through it might find themselves in, in places that is probably the darkest that they've ever been in their lives. So if you need someone to talk to, you can always reach out to the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-4673. Once again, that phone number is 1-800-656-4673. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, on with the show. When it comes to seeking justice for the wrongs we've experienced, to what extent does the end justify the means of revenge? How far are we willing to lose ourselves to ensure that the horrors we experienced will never be experienced by anyone else ever again? In today's episode, we review a movie about a woman who seeks to bring closure to the scars of her past. I'm your host, Christian Ong. And I'm your co-host, Katie Chan. And that's my cue. Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of That's My Cue, your one-stop podcast to get the latest reviews on all things TV shows, movies, albums, and games. Returning to us this episode, we got a, a fan favorite. I can tell because I see the numbers all the time whenever she's on the show. The people want her, and so the people are going to get her. Welcome back to the show, Katie. Hi, it's me. <laughs> uh, we've never done, we've done like a bunch of like tier list you know, or or kind of like our favorite sort of things for these episodes whenever you're on. But we've never done a review episode before. I know. I'm kind of nervous because the other ones we can kind of freestyle it. But I'm like, I don't want to mess up your groove, you know. I mean, I don't think you're going to mess up my groove. I, I feel like the review episodes have a very specific uh, structure to them. So it's kind of, you know. Um, maybe it's easier. Maybe it's easier. In fact, maybe it might be harder. <laughs> uh, we're kind of going through the motions. You're going to find out by the end of the episode, and uh, you'll probably leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts on what you think. But, um, yeah, I don't I don't really know. This is going to be kind of an experiment because I I personally, when I had envisioned about making TMQ, I, want, I wanted to bring other people in it uh, to give their opinions on maybe a movie or, you know, TV show that they feel more experienced about talking about because – uh, you know, it might be something that they're more passionate about than I am. Maybe they're like really into uh, like, I don't know, the Street Fighter movie from the, the 80s or 90s. I forgot when it came out. But, uh, you know, I personally might not be able to speak to it as much as someone that is really like an expert on it. But uh, I feel like this is a movie that you've been recommending for a while. Oh, yeah. And then some. Then we finally got to watch it. I've been giving him crap about this, not watching this movie for I don't even know how long. I, I've given Kate like a list of like, oh, you got to watch Don't Look Up or you should watch this movie or that movie. And Kate's always uh, given me a lot of flack for it because she's like, well, you, you still haven't seen Promising Young Women, so I'm not going to watch that. I've been in protest. But you know what? We <laughs> finally 
watched it with our movie group, so he was forced to watch it. No, I wasn't. I, I, I never feel forced to watch a movie. I always enjoy the movies that we get to watch during movie night. And I felt like, you know, this is a great moment for me to watch it because now you have nothing to hold over me. Yeah, and now and now you realize how much you liked it. And it see you could have watched it sooner, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm excited to talk about it with you, Kate. Uh, I feel like this is a movie that uh you know, uh we or at least you saw during the 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 height of the pandemic. So, you know, this is a movie that you are probably uh far more um well versed in because you had a, a, a lot of time to kind of like think about the movie. So, let's dive right into it before we uh, uh get into the review let's dive into some things that we're currently into i'm excited that i don't have to be the only one doing the currently list so uh how about you start off kate and let the people know what you're watching okay well you know besides always running law and order reruns in the background <laughs> like mm-hmm. i typically do the new stuff i've been watching um a couple things i watched the new movie fresh it's a hulu original um it has sebastian stan and um I think I don't remember the actress's name, but she's kind of an upcoming actress. I have just started seeing in some newer works, so um, I'm excited to see her in some new movies. But man, that movie is intense and um, on the same kind of line as this movie, Promising Young Woman. It's like that feminist thriller, you know, or something like that. So it's highly recommend it. Um, Not for someone who uh, is squeamish, but. Oh, is it kind of like like. What kind of genre would it land in? Definitely like a horror thriller. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, a horror thriller. Oh, that sounds kind of interesting. Are we talking more like a supernatural kind of horror or like a... like a? No, more like realistic horror. Like oh, no. crime almost. Oh, man. It's always like... I feel like that kind of horror is always more potent for me because... It's stuff that can actually happen in our physical world, you know, as opposed to like Jennifer's Body, which I would also argue is a feminist, you know, horror movie. But, you know, it's about a demon. So, you know, it's a yeah. Yeah. No, this one, I think we'll just have to get our movie group to watch it, too, because I feel like they would all like it. I think they would, too. Uh, anything else that you're watching? Um, I just binged the series American Crime Story, but it's the latest season about the impeachment of Bill Clinton. And Ooh. man, it is I mean, when all that happened, it happened when we were just kids, right? So, like, I really didn't know too much about it. Even now I'm 30 years old and I still, like, didn't know too much about it. And now um, watching it through, I've just had a lot of, like, realizations about – not realizations, but just, like, wow, like, I didn't realize that this had happened, you know, or, like, it happened this way. Um, So, anyway, I would highly recommend it. It's very, um, I think, poignant to, you know – kind of almost like related to Me Too movement things and um, just easy to um, to watch and like digest and to think about, you know, in terms of like now versus then. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always interesting how that show has been able to, um, you know, uh, I guess educate, uh, you know, uh, the, the younger generation about, you know, uh, big famous cases like the OJ case with the first season or even, you know, the murder of Versace. And so I think something as infamous as Bill Clinton's impeachment uh, trial, like that is, or at least case, it's a very um, poignant story to talk about, especially with, you know, um, 
the uh, attention to sexual harassment and assault in in the workplace today, you know? Uh, Absolutely. And yeah, I just, I was really, um, you know, it really made me think long and hard, you know, after watching it. Like, I like shows like that where you're like, wow, like, you know, you still think about it quite a bit after yeah this is like this movie what we're going to talk about too so right and also the usually the casts are always pretty spot on too right oh yeah sarah paulson is in this man she is like almost unrecognizable like i it took me like an episode to realize i was like oh my gosh that's sarah paulson like the makeup is so good and um jonah hill's sister i don't what's her name i'm pretty sure on google activate let's see um i want to say it's beanie feldman Feldstein yes Feldstein yeah well I mean I'm excited to go check it out because I know that is something that you've been really uh uh, singing a lot of high praises about so I feel like you know uh if that's a show that you're really into and you like you know true crime stories um I think it's something to go check out especially if it's something dealing with an American president right um, so here's some things that are on my list though, Kate. Kate and I, uh, just recently watched this new horror movie from A24 called X. It's, I don't want to give too much uh, detail about what it's about. Um, but I mean, it stars Mia Goth. It stars Jenna Ortega, Brittany Snow, Kid Cudi. It's surprisingly very funny, very dark, kind of a great throwback to, you know, seventies, uh, uh, horror movies. Like if you, if you follow the, that's my cute Instagram, uh, I did a quick, uh, cue on it kind of just breaking down on uh, on my thoughts on it i think it's a movie that if you're really big on um you know uh horror especially uh, of that era i think it's something that you should check out yeah like that class that classic slasher vibe and you know 70s horror like chainsaw massacre like i think you already mentioned that but like uh um friday the 13th like that kind of campy yes yeah, yeah. like it's so good. It's like an homage to that. And um, there's like parts that are intentionally cheesy, but they're like good, you know? Right. And I feel like the editing in this movie is so spot on. Outstanding. Like the editing, it's A24. So it's it's obviously going to be good. Like, I mean, even if you hate an A24 movie, there's still you can still admit that it's still good. You yeah, know what I mean? There's a lot of uh, things to appreciate about it. Right. Exactly. Um, and finally on my list, I have uh, the season three premiere of Atlanta. I'm a big, uh, you know, Donald Glover fan in general, but I feel like Atlanta is the cream of the crop when it comes to his work. I feel like the writing is so spot on and um, there it's so surreal. The the commentary on, you know, the uh, just like, uh, you know, uh, these, uh, I don't know how to explain it other than like, you know, uh, a commentary on just social injustices amongst black Americans uh, and uh, the hypocrisy of um, white Americans that are trying to, I guess, um, virtue signal their their uh, uh, social awareness of, of, of such issues. I don't know how to. If, if no, that's I think apt- that's good. And, you know, you had um, asked me last night to watch season three, episode one. Um, I actually don't watch Atlanta, so he told me, he said, hey, watch this episode. I just really want to talk about it. You don't need any backstory on the series. Just watch it. And I watched it last night and, you know, discusses it is very heavy and it discusses some true crime that I never heard about. And I'm almost like wondering me, I'm a true crime buff and I hear about a lot of stuff. And I'm like, why did I never hear about this one before? Yeah, I would say, you know, it is kind of a a heavy episode to watch because, uh, you know, Atlanta can be also darkly funny to the point where it's like uh, 
the show almost becomes more than just what it's billed as as a comedy. It's more of a, a character drama. And sometimes it deviates with these, you know, singular episodes that are pretty standalone. Uh, so even if you have never seen the show, I recommend even just watching this first episode. And, you know, it's kind of... Uh, no, it's not kind of. It's actually very tragic that it's based on a on a true story about the Hart family murders. And if you've never heard of them, um, I strongly recommend that you uh, do your research and just you know uh, look into it and and, and see uh, uh, this episode for yourself because I think it it uh, says a lot about you know the foster care system, um, you know, uh, and a bunch of a bunch of other things. As yeah, well. like white savior complex and yeah. Just very, uh, some good, like, on the nose, but also, like, just poignant sort of, you know, topics in that episode. Yeah, and, you know, uh, Atlanta is always, like, rich uh, of that, you know, kind of uh, um, discussion as well. So, definitely check that out. I think season three is off to a great start. Seasons one and two are probably one of the best, uh, you know, um, uh, pieces of television uh, to watch. Uh, on Hulu if you're able to. So without further ado, let's dive into today, today's review. Are you ready, Kate? I'm ready. Okay, so uh, let the people know what movie we're going to be reviewing today. So today we are reviewing the film Promising Young Woman. It was released on December 25th, 2020, so it's been out a couple years. Um, it's directed by Emerald Fennell, and it's starring Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham, Clancy Brown, and Jennifer Coolidge. So summary, uh, on a quest to seek revenge on a traumatic event from her past cassie thomas is determined to bring the men responsible to justice perfect i mean let's talk about the movie so i i thought that the uh tone and direction of the movie for something as heavy as like sexual assault was handled very delicately but also in a way that was darkly funny and really uh interesting um in kind of showing the archetypes of different types of people that can be involved with a case what do you like what do you think yeah I think that you know this movie is really good at showing um kind of like different counterparts in maybe someone somebody's experience with uh you know being a victim of sexual assault or having experienced some sort of you know encounter with sexual assault in their life um it really shows like how you know different people can kind of contribute to negatively and positively but like mostly this movie is highlights kind of like the negative impact of different people right and you know sometimes the the best or sometimes the nicest people or maybe people with good intentions can also have a responsible uh or, or responsibility in uh the part they play with a case like sexual assault but uh, i feel like the writing is also very sharp and doesn't really cut any corners i i feel like it is uh intentionally supposed to be very blatant with its message and also um it's very intentional in the way that it it, it depicts this character um how how do you feel about carrie mulligan's character and the way that she's depicted i think that like this is such an outstanding role for her because it like She's very, um, it's, it's, she starts off like very dark. It's a very dark sort of, um, kind of character for her. It's intense. It's gritty. Right. You never really know what her intentions are at first. Right. I mean, like you kind of, when you watch the movie, uh, you know, it, you see what she's starting to do, like, you know, her mission. Um, but like, it's very intense. Right. And at times it feels like she even, um, crosses a line. 
you know, in the way that she tries to exact this revenge. And um, so, uh, you, you, the audience then begin to question, well, is she actually in the right? Like I heard right. her, her moral mission is correct, but is the way that she's going about it also correct too? Or is she also then stooping into a path that she won't be able to return from? Totally. And I think that the movie like intentionally does that to just start, you off like as the audience member like just kind of questioning that and um and you know it's it's they definitely do it right i feel like they really do it right yeah and you know going back to what i was saying that the movie doesn't pull any punches i think by its conclusion not to give away what happens i really feel like it you know doesn't shy away from you know uh you know uh going to places that is necessary for the theme of its story, if that makes sense. I'm trying to be as vague as possible, but I think the way it ends is just fantastic. Totally. And it was funny because I was listening to a podcast um, to like kind of prep, you know, what I would like to say today um, about this movie. And they were just like, spoiler alert, like we can't do this podcast without talking about what happens in the movie. And I'm like, dang it, I'm not going to be able to do that today. But um, it's definitely a movie like I don't want to spoil for anybody because like watching it for the first time, it really like packs a punch and you, you just want to watch it till the end. And, and I feel like the trailers the, uh, itself doesn't really sell the movie on what it's really about until you actually get into it. I think uh, the whole supporting cast is fantastic. Bo Burnham is uh, charming and also uh, very charismatic. Um, Jennifer Coolidge and Clancy Brown, which I'm also happy to see Clancy Brown, which is, you know, I don't know if you know that that's the voice of Mr. Krabs. I know, yeah, you told me during the, the movie, movie night. night. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, they're they're also great in it, even though the, the, uh, their parts are really small. But you also have, like, a bunch of uh, other actors like Max Greenfield from, you know, New Girl. You also have Alison Brie, uh, who's been, uh, been in a bunch of other uh, projects. So it's interesting to see, you know, like, a big ensemble cast um, in, in a way that is still very centrally about Carrie Mulligan's character and her journey. Right. I just, I... I really appreciate this movie because it really does discuss like, you know, the problems that like society has with this pre-programmed patriarchy and um, you know, like like we'd already talked about, like how one can contribute to, you know, the, you know, sexual assault, like or how they can negatively impact it without like necessarily like you'd said, like having bad intentions, but but how they the intentions are harmful at the end of the day. Right. You know, uh, it's a very, uh, uh, I, I guess, sharp commentary on, on that, that, you know, uh, it forces like a mirror uh, back to the audience to kind of like re-self-evaluate like uh, the, the roles that we might have unintentionally had in in someone's trauma. So totally. Um, I, I would say that this is a great movie for, for people to watch. I, I personally would give it a, a, an eight. I, I think there are some elements within uh its pacing that it kind of overextends itself a little bit in terms of like uh retreading uh, some plot points a little too uh uh over consistently if that makes sense where it just keeps diving back into um uh elements where it's like oh yeah well we've kind of touched on that before but um i think you know the performances are great i i think it's definitely a a a great performance for Carrie Mulligan and it's it's a fantastic movie for people to just check out. 
Yeah, I mean, I would honestly give it a 10 for me. It's okay. one of my favorite movies. Uh, when I saw it, I just was like Fantastic. so blown away. Definitely on the top of my list to recommend. Obviously, if you know you have um, trouble, you know, trigger warning, like if you have trouble um, watching things that include sexual assault or suicide, I would uh, tread lightly and, you know, figure out if that's the movie for you. Um, but just take care of yourself. And uh, I, but I, I highly recommend this movie. Right. And uh, you can if you're interested in watching this movie yourself, you can watch this movie exclusively on HBO Max, unless if it's on anywhere else. It's not like it's an HBO Max movie. But um, yeah, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Right, Kate? And when we come back, we're going to dive into some more uh, lighter topics in, in which we're going to just like play a quick game. You ready for a, a, a game, Kate? Get ready to get beaten. Well, I don't know if it's, it's that kind of game. <laughs> But okay, okay, <laughs> but we'll be, uh, you know, don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. Welcome back today on our program. I'm joined by my co host Katie Chan. And so, Katie, are you ready for today's game? Yes, well, I'm excited for you to play today's game. It's gonna be kind of a one sided thing. So, if you remember our Halloween episode, Kate, I gave you a different, a bunch of different scenarios that you had to choose from. Basically, instead of his or bad, it's regular old season this or that so just if for those that are wanting to play at home it's just would you rather questions and so i've only written one on the script for today so i'm gonna just uh ask kate that question and we're just gonna freestyle kate are you ready to freestyle these questions so ready and i have no idea what you're gonna ask me so this is all blind well perfect because our first question for you today kate is would you rather have everything you touch turn into bees or have a pack of wolves always on the hunt for you. That is the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> I mean, you got to choose everything you touch, buzz, 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 or you you don't see them, but you always know that there's a pack of wolves not too far behind. So does that include like if I gave you a hug? Like you I turn, turn into, into bees? Like a whole, you know, uh, Christian sized amount of bees not like you know like the religion Christian but you know but you know I just basically turn into a, oh, a what? man Your full name of is bees Christian? what <laughs> what is happening okay <laughs> no, you gotta choose Kate pack of, like pack of wolves or or the bees um okay so the idea of a pack of wolves very terrifying very. always on a hunt it's almost like like uh, it follows kind of style. Like I'm just alone in my apartment making some spaghetti and there's like a pack of wolves outside waiting yeah. for me to walk out. Yeah. You know, like you never really, you, sometimes you see them, sometimes you don't, but you know the, that they're always on the hunt. Or like I'm in a Barnes and Noble and I have to go to the bathroom and I'm like in there and all of a sudden I just hear like a pack of wolves like yes. coming into the bathroom. Yes. Or vice versa. You go into the same bathroom, but the whole Barnes and Noble turns into a Barnes and Noble full of bees. <laughs> Um, so wait, does that mean like if I'm walking, just choose one, wait, no, if I'm walking and I'm touching the ground, does the earth become bees? No, no. It's like only whatever your hands touch. Oh, so I can use, but your shoes, if you touch your shoes, then your shoes turn into bees. So I can't get dressed. I think I have to pick the wolves because just the bees thing, not feasible. The wolves thing, I can get really good at hiding. But they'll always be following. Maybe I'll like befriend them and become little cute dogs. Yeah, you domesticate them and I then they turn into dogs. I domesticate them and they're just like a bunch of bunch of Murphys. But what if they're really hungry wolves? Murphy's always hungry. Murphy's my dog, by the way. Um, and 
you know, maybe we can just share a meal. Maybe we'll work things out. Wow, it's a very uh, peaceful response. That's good. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just trying to make light of the situation because bees. I don't know if I can do that at all. There's nothing. I can't even garden. I can't make any food. Yeah. Would you rather have uh, Law and Order SVU canceled, or um, what's another show that you love? Or The Bachelor canceled? Oh, The Bachelor. You didn't even spare any hesitation. That no way. I can't have Law and Order cancel. It's like the longest running television show. It's almost the law in order at this point. Yeah. Like, I need to be, like, Keep almost close to my grave and it's still going. Like, Olivia Benson is in a wheelchair by then. And then, yeah, they're, they're going to have to CGI like her at some point in the future, like to keep her going. I don't know. I mean, like she looks really good for her age. So, yeah. Um, OK, that was kind of stupidly easy that I didn't really think that you'd give too much attention about because um, I, I thought you were going to really kind of struggle on that one. Well, you know, it, honestly, they both really suck, Christian. <laughs> but what would you pick? I'd also cancel the bachelor. No, what about bees? Bees are wolves. No, I'm, we're, we're past that. We're talking about The Bachelor in SVU. But I, also, I would choose probably uh, bees. I can figure what? it out. What? I can figure it out. So I would turn into bees if you hugged me? We. I just will never, you know, like, uh, hold your hand. I, would, I, I mean, I can, get, uh, I can still, I can still smooch. No way. Sorry, sorry Kate's mom, for listening to this. Uh, no, but, like... So your lips don't turn anything to bees? No, I. You know what? Maybe I. I that's you true. did not clarify. I, yeah. Okay. So okay. I, I could Everything get dressed your with hands my touch. mouth. Like I could literally use my mouth to put my shirt on. It's it's like a King Midas sort of thing, except it's King Beezus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, you did not clarify, but I think, I think the wolves still. I would like some pets. Um, well, if you do have the wolves nearby, don't worry. I'll turn them into a bunch of bees. Mean. <laughs> um, okay, so Kate, would you rather have uh, uh, everything that you own made out of bologna or everything that you smell in the world smells like bologna? <laughs> I honestly don't know how you come up with these things. I freestyle everything. So wait, the first one was touch bologna? No, like everything you own is now made out of bologna. So, uh, I think smell bologna. Yeah. Why would yeah. you? Well, I mean, why? I don't know. I feel like I could just make the most of that. Like, it's like, it's not one of those things where if you smell it for a long time that you get used to it. It's just like, it's just a powerful stench of bologna. I just feel like I'd get used to it. You're not going to get used to it, though. But I feel like science says I'll get used to it. Kate, science also says that everything you touch isn't going to turn into bees. <laughs> so, you know, you have to suspend your disbelief, Kate. You know, you're 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 too much of a of a of a of a Spock. You're 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 too logical. Get get into the B zone, okay, Kate. Um, all right, Kate. Would you rather have um your fingers made out of cactuses, um, or would you rather um burp up a bird of any size at any given point of the day? Cactus fingers or burping up birds, um, and they're and they and they just fly out of your mouth like, you know, like. Are they clean at least? 
Does that matter? Does that where do they does come that, from? Does that change your opinion? Yeah, kind of. Because like, where if do you they burp come? up a bald eagle? Yes, because like, where do they come from? Like, are they coming from within me? Like, are they sterile or like suspend your disbelief, girl? <laughs> I, uh, because I just don't like the idea of dirty birds coming out of my mouth. But you'd rather have cactus fingers. You'd rather be the Edward Scissorhands of cactuses. I feel like I could like get some prosthetics going because like I could cut my cactus fingers because you know I could propagate them keep but, the but it's fingers. very painful um well I guess I'll just get some good good old antiseptic uh, antiseptic <laughs> anesthetic <laughs> that's that's for the birds <laughs> the antiseptic <laughs> um yeah I mean like it's like you just like dr- like you drink like a big can of soda and then you're you got the burps can I ask you this or that question now Wait, so what did you say? You said on the cactus fingers? Sure. Yes. Okay, yeah. You could ask me one question and we'll end the episode there. Okay. Would you rather live in a snow cave? Snow like cave. literally live in a snow cave. I saw this on TikTok today. All right. Let me close my eyes real okay, quick. Like, I'm imagining like, myself in a snow and all, cave. And you don't have any plumbing or anything. You live in a snow cave. I That's, mean, it's you okay. have all the equipment. Am I, am I by myself in the snow cave? Sure. but you ha- And you have all the then, equipment. Then I, don't need, then I don't need plumbing. Okay. <laughs> you can just dig a hole in the snow. Um, no, 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 no. Not even that. Okay, listen. Okay, so live in a snow cave, like, that's your whole environment. Or would you rather live on a deserted island alone? And also no like, plumbing? No, no plumbing, but, like, there's, like, wild animals and, like, it's really hot. And, like, it's kind of like a castaway situation. Really miserable. You have to build all your own stuff. But, like, snow, you have a snow cave. You have, like, all the equipment. Like, which one would you do? So, snow so cave snow sounds cave, awesome. Snow cave, no, snow cave with equipment, or a lonely, de- like a lonely desert island. Well, no describe equipment. what my equipment is. Like, do I have like, like you have like a lantern, like oh a yeah, shovel, snow cave. But like, okay, but it's like miserably cold. I'll find a way to get warm. Miserably. I'll find a get. Uh, I'll find a way to get warm. Don't ask me how, but I'll find a way. Oh jeez, <laughs> like just just rubbing your palms together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, we're gonna end the episode right there. Um, if you want to share your thoughts on whether or not you'd want to live on a snow cave or touch everything and turn it into bees, you can let me know on Instagram at that's my Q podcast or on Twitter at Q podcast. You can also email me at that's my Q podcast at gmail.com. You can also suggest uh, what I should review next or who I should review movies with next. If you want to hear Kate, you gotta let the people you gotta let me know. But I'm pretty sure the people will let me know and let uh, let me know that this episode was awesome. So thank you so much, Kate, for joining me. Uh, you were great. Thank you for having me. What was that? what was that? What was what? The the that 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 uh that very like 1920s acts that I very. Thank not- you for having me, sir. Oh okay. Oh oh, sir. Very very formal. Anyway, so if you want to rate and review uh uh this. This show, <laughs> be sure to go on Apple Podcasts. Uh, this definitely helps boost attention for the show as well as maybe even sharing the episode with a friend. Maybe you're, you're Katie's friend and you know her in real life and you want people to also know the joy of what it is to know Katie. Or you also want to know what other people's opinions on uh, are you know, for these this or that questions. I can't even talk right now. But yes, so be sure to uh, you know, maybe email it to a friend. Maybe you know, send your your phone through a carrier pigeon, and with the letters, uh, uh, with a letter saying "Play me," and it's just this episode preloaded on it. <laughs> so, 
Uh, either way, anything helps, and your support is greatly appreciated. I want to thank J1K for the use of their music. Captured Soul. From the... School Days Beat Tape. Which you can find on... <laughs> Bandcamp. J1K... <laughs> music.bandcamp.com but yes you can find it on Bandcamp uh, next week's episode we are going to be reviewing let me see let me pull up my notes we're going to be reviewing the Netflix animated show Arcane I want to thank Kate for uh, also suggesting uh, this week's episode Kate shout out to wherever you are oh you're right here next to me <laughs> hello um, Kate is also going to leave you off with a quote so let's let me grab my phone and pull up that quote for her and Google Activate. Okay. <laughs> Kate, what's today's quote? Uh, this quote is by the main character, Cassie. And how does it go? For your sake, I was hoping you'd feel different by now. Once again, I've been your host, Christian Ong. And I've been your co-host, Katie Chan. And? That's my cue.